Seen the reap come. Live my life, I had to roll dice. Mm. Been through strike, my heart is cold as ice. Mm. Double cup, I pour for the night. Hold tight, low light, but I'm so bright. How you trapping, make it happen, ain't got no white. Cold light, cold sight, had a poor fight. I'm a star, I'm just sitting in the low light. Welcome to New Jump City, everybody. Uh, I'm your host, Christian Espinola, and right beside me is my boy, Joshua Cole. What up, everybody? Uh, glad to be here with the homies. About to talk about some comics and uh, something new. Something new. I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but I'm very excited. And uh, that was smooth, Brian. I caught the little applause. Yeah. Uh, across us, uh, from us, as always, is our interim producer, uh, Big News Edgelord Brian. You combining them, you're taking away the one thing that makes Fusion. me happy. Fusion, like. <laughs> 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 pretty much. Yes. Um, Big news as Lord Brian. Yeah. Uh, jump is off this week, so we are. You know what's not off though? This fucking Nets beanie cap, my nigga. What is wrong with you? You're not hot. It ain't that cold outside. You're lucky I didn't bring my Nets. Jacket. You know they lost the last game. They, they've been. We're gonna we're gonna address that another time. Let me <laughs> yeah. stop. I gotta uh, stop doing this. All right, we got a big show planned. Despite the, there being no uh, no new jump this week, we have uh, we're we're doing an overall review of Chainsaw Man this week, and we are uh, also we're doing uh, the superlative announcements for the Jumpy Awards. Yeah, yeah, oh, big yeah. news. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I think let's get into plurics. Uh, you can find me on social media at the Chris Espinal, Joshua Cole. Where you at? At JD Cole underscore thirty seven. Yeah, yeah. Brian, how about you? You can find me on B ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Follow the show at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram as well. We're putting up polls, stuff like that. Uh, fun little mini reviews on the Instagrams, video clips of older episodes and highlights and whatever. Um, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you want to tell us about. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. Um, and please give us an iTunes review. Uh, that would be awesome. Five stars preferred. But it's uh, you don't have to if you don't want to. But please do that. <laughs> uh, please. Yes. Um, and uh, okay, so we're going to get started. We're going to like um, do the Jumpy Superlative Awards. Uh, we're going to, these are, th- this is to be considered throughout the year of 2020 onward. Um, we're nominating our best of year essentially for next year around this time. There's no jump. So this will, this could be just like a tradition we do. Um, the superlatives for uh, the Jumpies 2020 are uh, best manga, best American comic, best writer, in the American side, best artist in the American side, best mangaka, uh, best two-page spread, best splash page, the Tite Kubo Honorary Award, which is <laughs> which is awarded to the best uh, ass pull twist, <laughs> the 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 twist that you can tell the writer literally just thought about it the week of. <laughs> yes. Um, and favorite character, uh, best fight of the year. And uh, overall series of the year. And, of course, we're going to give you guys a vote as well. There will be a people's choice as well for all of these superlatives. Uh, we'll put up a poll at the end of the year so you guys can vote on it. 
if you guys want to send in nominations for your favorite moments of the year as it goes on, uh, please email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com uh, or hit us up on Twitter. That'd be fucking awesome. Uh, we'll probably put in like an open ballot for you guys in the polls as well. So, yeah, get on that. With that being said, uh, let's get into Chainsaw Man. Um, one of our polls on the twi- in, uh, in the Twitter, if you follow us there, is the... Um, we did a poll for what will be replacing uh, the Promised Neverland when it eventually reaches its end. Uh, and overwhelmingly, by about 49%, you guys voted for Chainsaw Man. Uh, it's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, I, I was caught off guard by that. Yeah, sure. me too. It's kind of wild how I much of a cult Kim, following. Kimetsu no Yaiba. Uh, yeah, I, was gonna I win genuinely it. also thought Kimetsu no Yaiba, but Kimetsu no Yaiba was like third place. Yeah. Um, we the po- choices we had were Chainsaw Man, uh, Spy Family, uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba, and Jujutsu Kaisen. They only allowed us four choices. I would have put more, but um, yeah, Chainsaw Man won, and that was super confusing. <laughs> we haven't read Chainsaw Man. Uh, I read a few of the first chapters when it first came out, and uh, it was. I felt like it wasn't really my style. I wasn't really like heavy on it, but uh. The the these uh this poll made me like try to stick through it and read it and I'm glad it did because overall thoughts on the series it's pretty fucking rad. Uh, the series is about a kid named Denji. Um, he's this super poor kid who his parents left him with a lot of debt, and uh, he spent his whole life living in this world where there are also demons, devils, you know. And he made his living after selling a bunch of his organs. He uh ended up teaming up with this little chainsaw devil in uh devil hunting for money and this little this little chainsaw devil is a little dog like thing with a chainsaw for her nose it's pretty fucking crazy uh wait did he give his organs up to the chainsaw dog or? no to these guys that his dad skipped out on him and owed him money for yikes so he didn't even get anything in return for it. he just had to give up his 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 internal organs how many just for organs, the sake of his dad. How uh, many organs did this man give away? Oh. I mean, he sold a kidney, his right eye, and one of his nuts. Uh, literally one of his nuts. And that's another thing about this series. Uh, it's surprising how much he gets away with considering Jump is marketed to nine, uh, 13 to 18-year-old kids. Yo, this, this series is raunchy as hell. Yeah. Oh, I'm not uh, even going to... The Lattie overall up. plot is all that stuff, and uh, at some point he is killed by a devil in his devil hunting in a devil hunting mansion. The guys he owes money to all die as a result of this devil, and he just gets backstabbed by them. Both him and his de- his little devil dog chainsaw boy dies, and uh, his dog his dog uh, gives him more life by fusing into him. So he he pretty much overtakes the body of his. Oh wait, his this de- his little devil basically enters his body and re- gives him an extra life, um, and with that life he becomes a devil hunter. He he turns into this big ass fucking monster with chainsaws all over his body. His face is a literal chainsaw. Yes, uh, he's got chainsaws for arms and legs. It's pretty fucking metal as shit, dude. Um, and I'm yeah. trying to think of something to relate it to, but uh, it's pretty obscure. There's a Yu-Gi-Oh card called <laughs> Barrel Dragon. I don't know if you guys know. But it had like cannons on its arms and a big cannon on its face. So instead yeah, it's of cannon, it's chainsaw. Yeah, it's basically that, but chainsaw. And man. Um, instead of Yu-Gi-Oh monster. 
this kid uh denji in his uh chainsaw de with his new chainsaw devil powers he gets picked up by this um this i guess um this lady who works in a in a devil killing organization they're kind of like a government organization like a, a devil hunting fbi and uh she she well put brother <laughs> oh shit <laughs> she basically instates him into this devil fbi and he's like He's he joins basically because he wants to sleep with this woman. He's very attracted to her. And that's, that's that's literally what it boils down. In to. fact, Denji's entire motivation throughout the series is eventually sleeping with this woman. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty wild. Uh, I, we mentioned earlier that this is a very raunchy series, and it doesn't stop. There's a lot of gore, and there's so much violence. Oh, there's so much gore and violence, guys. I mean. Yeah, it's not for the faint of heart. This shit is... But at the same time, the action in this is fucking bananas, dude. Um, as as the series goes on, he get he just... he just There's no, like, real training arc for Denji. He just kind of... Not yet. It's, you know, it's it's only up to chapter 53, guys, you know? So only. <laughs> a lot of characters... See, you know, without, I guess, getting too much into detail, there was a small training arc. Okay, wait. That, from here that, on that out... That last, like, two chapters... We'll go into spoilers. We'll, we'll like divide oh, it up into a little sure, spoiler sure. section. Right now, if you guys don't want to be spoiled by the series, and but you want to read it, if you want to know if you should read it, I'm giving it my blessing. I think I'm kind of glad that we're picking this up because I'm definitely fascinated in where it goes. Word. I, I, I say, you know, give it the, the, the three-chapter rule. And for real, for real, I would even... I, I advocate so much for this shit, I push it to the five-chapter rule. Mm -hmm. It's rare. You don't yeah. always push it to the five chapter rule. Yeah, but you. I'm. That's how much of an endorsement here at New Jump City we're giving you. Yeah. Uh, I. Spoiler alerts ahead. Uh, this series, and the thing is with spoilers for the series is that it's not even if you spoil it, it's not like. It's not like it's drastically plot heavy. You know, like it's not a lot of twists and turns as far yeah, as not the series yet. goes. Um, there's some mystery as to. Uh, like the nature of the chainsaw devil itself. You know, if I could stop you real quick, the mystery about this series, if I, I think it's worth expanding on because um, it was really important to me and what led me to really enjoy it. Um, a, a lot of series, I feel like, or I'm not gonna say a lot. You have a lot of, you have some new series like Samurai Eight or um, you know, Black Clover that that are real cheesy because you know th there's not there's not a whole lot of depth. There's, I feel like everything's kind of on the surface. You know what I'm saying? Like they're kind of force feeding you, the, like, like a whole narrative. With this series, the the mystery started developing in my head. You know, like mm -hmm. obviously they did certain things that would lead you to think, like, oh, what do they mean by that? Or oh, well, why can what can she do? But yeah, I lost my train of thought. Man. I mean, it's fine. Like, I know what you're it was organic. At. The the, yeah, the yeah. mystery aspects w w was very organic. That's all I can say. Well, because the story is so straightforward in its narrative like when these little insidious little mysteries pop up, like the girl that Denji wants to sleep with, her name is Makima and she's like crazy powerful. She has this ability to seem to control people from like miles away. You just contort them like voodoo dolls. It's pretty wild, but she's like very manipulative and she doesn't seem to have any actual feelings about anything. It's bizarre. She's, she knows that she wants, like he's, she's basically dangling herself as the carrot, like for De Denji to go like, this whole okay so right now the current arc for the last like 20 chapters or so 
this whole organization is going after a thing called the gun devil, which is a, a crazy strong devil, obviously gun related. Uh, it's it, <laughs> Yeah, we don't know how it looks yet, but I just imagine it to be a huge gun with arms <laughs> and eyes, you know, like a fucking Mario character or something. Yeah, like a <laughs> <laughs> like the like the fucking uh, girl with the yeah. fucking big ass mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit out of her but mouth. just hella gangster. Like yeah. however whatever goofy image was in your head just it's mad partner, hard. But it should be called gangster time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, uh, like there are a bunch of uh people in this organization who are half demon themselves. There's like two separate classifications. There's what Denji is where a devil gives itself to you and it gives you its powers but you remain in control and there are the uh the demons that kind of just take over a whole body and they don't really uh they don't fuck with the nature of the body itself the person who it inhabited is dead but they're basically wearing their skin uh one of the main cast is her name is power and that's pretty much her thing her power is blood she's a blood demon she doesn't uses her blood to make weapons and stuff there's also a shark man named beam yeah beam <laughs> Yeah, he's the fucking best. Uh, he's he turns into a whole shark on land, and that's his power. And he swims through things like uh, like that guy from One Piece uh, with the swim swim fruit. Uh, yeah, with the let's baby thing on him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, Damn it! I, I, why no, am I blanking on? His I can't. Name? I can't remember either. But you, you could even compare him to Mario. Send your pink. Bit. His name is Senior Pink. Senior Pink. <laughs> oh, hard, Mr. Hardboiled. Yeah, Mr. Hardboiled that fought Ranky. <laughs> They made all the ladies swoon. Yeah. So there's like a bunch of these people in this organization that are um, that are similar to Denji. And they are all hunting after this thing called the gun devil, which I, I don't know if it's if it's like commentary or something where there's like because it comments that this gun just gives guns to people. And it's just like a comment on gun control in a way. It's bizarre. Cause it, yeah, because it uses it just distributes guns amongst normal people so they can just do mass shootings. It's pretty fucking wild, dude. Yeah, I mean it. It also has destructive power of its own. Yeah, the gun devil itself we haven't seen. The the first scene. <laughs> I mean the 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 first thing that they shown us, or I guess like the first uh, sightings of it, uh, wasn't even of the gun devil itself. It was just the destruction it led. It, I guess it just blasted a beam in a city and. That's it. Like, imagine if Godzilla peeked his head up out the water and just said, ah, to, like, part of the city. <laughs> and just, you know, clean straight through. Nothing blocked the beam. It just kept going. Yeah. That's what the city looked like. So, the gun devil is a local arms dealer? Is that what this is? It seems yes, to who be. also has big, strong powers. Powers. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I love this series. Yeah, there's, like, Everyone's a bunch. got a power. Well, here's something. the thing about the powers in this is that a lot of the guys that are in this uh, devil organization... They get their power from making contracts with demons. Yeah. And some of them use the same demon. Like there's a fox demon that shows well, up more than once. he says devil organization, but he means like the devil FBI. Yeah, the devil demon FBI. FBI. Um, they basically all make contracts with their devils. They don't like, they don't combine with them, but they can summon them to fight for them at will. There's like yeah. this fox one. Um, you know, they're the fiends as well. And they're all just like in unison trying to fight this fucking gun devil but he also has his own like demon army they most recently in the most recent arc they fought this lady who's a bomb devil and her fucking head's a torpedo and it's yeah and the rest of her body's her body was explosive it's kind of yeah <laughs> it was so dope at the time we can't uh and her it's hard to explain she teams up with the typhoon devil 
who is literally a typhoon on land, but with a baby head, but the brain is exposed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's spinning its like guts around or something like and that. And Denji, in order to know. defeat it, he rides Beam in his full shark form on air, flying through the air and chainsaws this typhoon devil. It's so cool, you guys. And it rips its fucking belly open. That's all its guts spill out. It was crazy, guys. Yeah, it's and this wild. is this is regular. Dog, there's a chapter where <laughs> almost everybody dies. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I could say. Oh yeah. Like, not like oh yo, all the all the local enemies got smoked and civilians. No, 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 no. Characters you thought was gonna be a main character and a stay along? Body bag. I'm warning you now. <laughs> yeah. Um it this is not a like typical series. Uh going back to what Josh said about like there are series like Black Clover and Samurai Eight that like are more straightforward shonen. I feel like at some point when it comes to like the shonen like genre as a whole, there's been like kind of a renaissance. I think we're in a pretty golden age for shonen manga mm. where we're realizing that these series can't just be straight that kind of battle series in order to really do well. There've been like for every Black Clover or Samurai that survives, they're like 20 series a year that just kind of get cut before the 20th chapter because they're not like pushing the limits. And I feel like this is a series that definitely for better, or for worse pushes the limit of what Shonen is and what it can be uh, from like down to the gore to like the almost non story that's really happening. It's fucking bizarre, man. I, I don't even know how to, how I would describe this series. It has its someone. charm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't I don't know if that's helping putting putting your thoughts together yeah in a term but for me man like it it the characters i mean it's one of those series where the art isn't incredible you know i mean i think all of these artists that make it to this point are so dope and they're way better than me yeah (laughs) i can't draw you know (laughs) but but um you know it's not it's not top notch but you know that it makes it makes the, the series it makes its own like, it I'll, paves its own way, you know? It makes you kind of respect that style and say, okay, this is, you know, the art for this series. I'll argue that the series art, the art of this series is actually pretty phenomenal when you really look at it. Like, it's very sketchy, and it's pretty ugly, and it took me a minute to really get into it. I had the same problem it with it. It did get better as it went, too. Like, when it gets... That's for sure. When he gets to, like, normal people, it's kind of like the Hajime no Ibo anime. This is, they really bring out their big guns when they're fucking, like, when they need to. When they need to have, like, battles with the bomb demon and shit like that. Yo, you want to talk about, you want to talk about a battle manga? Like, damn, man. Like, not only, do, like you said, does it push the limits of, of, of what you would normally see in a shonen manga, for but for when they do have their fights, it, you're right, man. It has been done really well. I mean, just saying that it's gory isn't even, like, isn't even doing it justice. I mean, what we're working with are like most of these, some, you know, some of these people are human, the ones who make contracts with the devils to gain abilities, but for the fiends and for the, and, and for the people that have monsters in them, dude, they're getting hacked apart and then like rejuvenating. And it's just a kind of a, a battle of attrition and who, who's, who's more gangster. You know, it's it like, is literally who's without more it gangster. being dumb. Like it's not stupid. Like I hate to say it, but black clover sometimes had been, like stupid, you know, especially when Asta was involved, because it was ha, my sword beats your ability, and I'm gonna slash you hard because I'm strong. This is kind of like 
fuck your mother. I'm going to keep slashing you until you can't, you're not moving anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, well, that's the thing is that <laughs> and this I'm takes talk a lot of shit in the process. <laughs> this takes the whole like what Asta does when he breaks it and solves everything. Chainsaw Man essentially, Denji does essentially the same thing. He's like, wait a minute. Yeah. I can just hack them apart with my chainsaws. And then he does so. <laughs> it's But it's more like... I, a lot of trial and error and figuring things out. That's what's really cool. He's he's really raw mm-hmm. as a main character. Mm-hmm. He's the only thing we know that's 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 a that that defines him is that he's just super like self driven like yeah and what he want like for his desire. If this was this yeah. year, I would nominate this for t- best two page spread of the year. This shit is fucking fire, dude. Yeah, that if that was, was a nomination, but that was from it was Brian. from twenty nineteen. But this is yeah. fucking awesome. He's riding on a shark. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it's it's bizarre to talk about this series it, as a whole. Because it's it's like so weirdly episodic, but it's not like it's not like plot heavy. There's not like massive character development. There aren't that many twists yet. It's just kind of riding on like this weird adrenaline rush, and yeah, it, it's it's a series that lives in its moments. It's not like something that it's not like maybe Promise Neverland used to be, where it was just like cerebral. And you can really like have in-depth discussions on it as a whole. You could probably get more into it if you like read chapter to chapter. There's always a nugget of pretty good shit. But I can't even I can't even begin. It's just like so fun. And if they ever make an anime out of this, it's gonna be probably. And oh, if, that shit better come to Adult Swim, man. And I it could, better be like well, like they gotta give it to a good studio. Just like what Madhouse did, One Punch Man, right? Uh, yeah, they the first started season. off. They started off One Punch Man, and then yeah. they left it. This is up there. <laughs> this is up their alley. Like, if they can make this look really good, this series is probably gonna take the fuck off here. Bones can take it too. Yeah, I mean, either way, I or production IG. Yeah, I. It's a hard recommend. And thank you guys for recommending this. Uh, I don't know uh, what else to say, but right, if you haven't, if you haven't read it, please read it. I'm so happy to have it in the lineup. Uh, do you have any? Do you want to have any closing thoughts? Closing thoughts. Um, no, I think I've said everything general that there is to say. Um, I guess we're still in spoilers mode, right? Yeah, dude. Not gonna lie, I like the series, and then it got to around chapter like thirty something. Man, whatever the number was, right? It gets to a point where like I don't know how to put it. Things kind of get serious. And like abruptly and not in a, oh, let's raise the stakes type of situation. It just really left me in like shock. Like what? Like I didn't know what what was going to happen next. I didn't know what to expect. And it just it wasn't it just wasn't cheesy, bro. I can't I can't really articulate it enough. Like. When things happen and oh, I hate to use it, but I, when things happen in Samurai 8, bro, you're kind of just like, yeah, yeah. All right. I, I see. Dude, when shit happens in. In. And Chainsaw Man, like, yo, he ends up, oh, man, they end, he ends up fighting somebody that has powers very similar to him. Oh, yeah, there's a sword And builds a whole relationship, <laughs> you know, and it it felt like they was buttering this character up to be kind of one of those anti, uh, anti, anti, anti hero because they're already anti heroes as they mm-hmm. are. But, you know, the bad guy that ends up joining the team, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, no, that wasn't the case, yo. They... They use that character to to kind of like build up the main character 
and then ended it. It was... I don't want to say anymore. I know we said spoilers free, but god damn, guys. No, we can get into spoiler. I gave the spoiler. Alert. I mean, they killed, they killed Shorty. Oh, he built he built a relationship with a, with a, with yeah. a girl that, that has similar powers to him, and then his boss killed her. Honestly, like, I think I think we should cap this off by doing a recap of the latest chapter. This is chapter 53 in a dream. Um, first of all, another thing about this series, color pages are always pretty fire. Um there's one that Josh sent me a while back. That's oh like, yeah, that's like background phone background worthy. It's oh so yeah, good. I almost did, man. I can't let go of the Brook one. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> I have it saved though. Yeah, yeah, I have it saved. Uh, but yeah, fuck it. Let's recap the newest chapter, and then next week, oh, dope. we'll just yeah. pick it up from there. Okay, okay. Um, this is chapter fifty-three in a dream. Um, Sheesh. There's we open up with this little flashback where Denji remembers as a kid he's just like looking at this door, and um, a voice comes through the door that says "Don't open it." And this is uh, there's like a little bit of a mystery behind. I mentioned earlier that there's a mystery behind the Chainsaw Devil itself. Everybody who's every fiend who's in the uh, the organization itself uh, in the um, in the Devil FBI. Yeah, I mean, or I mean, any devil that's been willing to speak on the matter that was outside before they've gotten killed. Oh, actually, they actually talk about it in this chapter. Point. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to it when I get to it because they do talk about it in this chapter. Okay. Um. All right. So the issue opens up. Everybody's coming in from defeating the bomb devil. Uh, yeah. she she got away in the last chapter. Denji let her go because he doesn't want to kill a hot chick. So she just goes, and um, yeah, everybody knows about the chainsaw devil now. So he's yeah because of the fight yeah he's publicly known it was it was way too wild yeah they blew up like like twenty four blocks yeah J Jonah Jameson is on the TV like is he an enemy is he a is he a menace the chainsaw devil yeah because he had the uniform of the public safety um uh police people yeah devil FBI that play th- yeah those they call guys. themselves public safety pu- yeah safety. they're they're called public safety but you know devil FBI mm-hmm. uh. So, yeah, there's a lot of distrust around it. And uh, Denji was supposed to go somewhere, apparently. Uh, he was supposed to go to this island or something. Uh, Enoshima. Is it for, like, training or something? But No, nah, they just... The boss was going to take them there just, you know, for... Well, she probably had ulterior motives, but it seemed like it was just for a day off. Because they, she's done that before with yeah. them. They yeah. barely ever get time to chill. So, yeah, you know, she does it under her supervision. Yeah, so she goes, she's like, the trip is postponed. We're not going to this place. Uh, in the days ahead, assassins from other countries all over the world will be coming to kill you. So consider yourself without freedom for the foreseeable future. So Much to Denji's, that's his name, right? Denji. Denji. Much to his chagrin. And yeah. I want to tell you, <laughs> this is kind of opening a window to who Denji is, right? So he was very sad about, like, not seeing the bomb chick because he thought that she was going to come back to the coffee shop that he met her. It was very sweet and romantic. Um, so, you know, she never showed up. He was feeling super duper sad and all, all, the only thing <laughs> this, his boss comes in, the lady that he wanted to sleep with since the beginning of, of the fucking series. Oh, this, comes it in happens in this chapter. His whole day. Right. Oh no. No, no, no. That was oh, the no, chapter that was before. last chapter. Okay. Yeah. You're right. That's what I'm trying to say. He was supposed to be super depressed about this shit for probably weeks and like any normal person would. And he remembers the sexy ladies for you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's Denji, guys. It should also be noted that Denji's entire motivation besides sleeping with Makima is basically to live a minimum wage life because his life was such shit before. 
that's another thing about the series. It's like kind of about perspective. Denji has had to sell most of his, like a, some of his fucking vital organs in order to survive. And he feels so blessed to just eat bread with jam. That's kind of like his own. That's kind of like he's grateful for pretty much anything good that comes his way. Even if it's like menial, like going to just like some shit restaurant, <laughs> just some yeah. takeout place. But um, yeah, as uh, Makima goes away, you know, she tries to. She's preparing for the fight ahead because now that Denji is a public matter, she's expecting people to come and assassinate him. So, and plus they still have the gun devil to deal with. So they're she's they got a lot on their plate, and we get a little flashback from Aki, who is kind of like the Sasuke esque character, but even he is not like. He's not like the shonen rival at all trope. He's just kind of like a dude who's had his family killed by devils. He's searching for the gun devil specifically because that's the one who killed his family. And uh, he sharp, yeah, sharp juxtaposition to Denji. Yeah, you know, he this guy. What's his name again? Uh, Aki. Aki. He has very clear purpose. Yes. Uh, he also recently made a, a pact with a devil that allows him to see. Uh, a couple seconds in the future in exchange for this demon living in his eye. Uh, just because he wants to see him suffer. Uh, he, because he knows that Aki's life ends pretty terribly. Um, yeah, that's kind of the nature of some of these devils. I mean, some people give up like a lot, like uh, maybe an organ or their arm or something like that. Um, or sometimes they just like, you know what? I want to stick around you just because. Usually mm-hmm. for malicious intent. Yeah, the only one we know of that has like a, a a positive deal with a devil is um is is Pochita the chainsaw devil with Denji. Yeah, right, cuz he doesn't ask for anything. Yeah, he just says make sure your dreams come true, which is basically just to live regular and also to have sex with a woman. <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> and to so, continue to do so. So pretty attainable goals for the most attainable goals for a shonen protagonist I've seen. Um but we get a flashback where he's talking to this angel devil who is the second strongest person in this entire organization. Um, and he he kind of just gives us the breakdown of uh, devils themselves and how they die. Apparently, devils don't die in the truest sense. They If they die in the human world, they if, if some, as long as someone fears their existence and their name, they'll just come back to life. But they come back in hell. They revive in hell. And if they die in hell, they are reborn on Earth. Uh, yeah. So they have an endless cycle of, of death and rebirth, and it's uh they so yeah they pretty much go by the Digimon rules is that nobody ever really dies as long, as long is as that they, how it worked in yeah. Digimon yeah if a Digimon dies they just come back in their egg form and then they hatch out of the egg form nice <laughs> <laughs> um, must be nice must be nice yeah. So they go, uh, and we learn um, that uh, pe- uh, they have no memory of hell when they revive here, and it's pretty much similar to how we don't remember our mom's wombs when we're in them. So they're just kind of literally reborn. So they don't really have any memories of hell. But the biggest, However, the biggest twist that come out of here is that all of the special division devils in the uh, the public safety. He asked them about how they died and came back. And they don't really remember how they died in hell, but they do remember one specific sound in hell before they died. And it's the sound of the fucking chainsaw that Denji makes. So it's possible that Pochita killed everyone in the special division, all the devils in the special division, and caused them to be reborn on Earth. 
I mean, probably more. I mean, like what you were saying at the beginning of the issue, um, he said the special division devils, but you could probably argue that was the case for a whole bunch of other devils. Yeah, as well, it could be you more. Know? But as far those as, are just the ones he spoke to. Yeah, but as know. far as the ones in the special division of the uh, public safety, they were all allegedly killed by yeah, the chainsaw 20, devil. Yeah, like ten for ten, you know. So it's probably <laughs> yeah. a yeah. There's there's some type of connection there. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Pochita. Fucking Pochita, dude. Um, meanwhile, in New York City, this is where the chapter ends. We get um, we get introduced to these new characters. They're three brothers, uh, and they're just like talking about how they got a new mission. They're obviously going to hunt down Denji for $2 million. Yeah, get the chainsaw devil's heart. Yeah, and basically the they're sent by the U.S. government itself. They were called in by the government, and if they, went, if they kill them, they get... Uh, Two million, and the younger brother is like, "There's a chance we could die. We probably shouldn't do this one." And uh, this one guy is just like, "A chance we could die. Us brothers, we don't die. Uh, we the gun devil leveled our entire house, and we didn't die, even though mom, dad, and grandma died. Even when we get swallowed by a devil, even when our uh, our place was on fire, even when all three of us got food poisoning, we didn't die. We're immortal." And they all put on their suits and they all head out to go kill Denji. I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, that's intriguing. I mean, Denji's never had to fight people before, so maybe these Denji guys. Denji doesn't die either. So yeah, Denji <laughs> also does not die. So he has that, and then plus chainsaws. I wonder <laughs> what else these guys have aside from suit swag. Yeah, reservoir dog swag. Yeah, um, I don't think that's enough. Yeah, but that was uh, chapter fifty-three. I'm looking forward to seeing where else the series takes us i'm yeah, very we glad got another know. one man good call you guys honestly uh i'm pretty happy um so yeah thank you guys we'll, we'll come back to chainsaw man next week um with that being said we should get into our american comments because those guys never take a break kimetsu no yaiba you know what <laughs> brian randomize us please <laughs> Flash forward. Oh, wow. We're starting with uh, flash forward. What the hell? Oh, shit. God damn it. <laughs> Here comes the news. Ah. <laughs> Brian, I have a whole drop. Left. <laughs> this is New Jump City Action News with Big News Brian. It's a sunny side day on the sunny side East New York. We have <laughs> quite a few things to be said here. Uh, I'll just get straight into the urgent news. It seems as though Barry Allens have both seen each other in person in the newest crossover event on the DC TV show universe. The, the Arrowverse? The, yeah, that one. The Barry Allen from the TV show. <laughs> Josh just gave me the most epically has met the the Flash from the movie verse. That's literally what they call it, Josh. The Arrowverse. It's not the fucking Arrowverse. It's called, it's called the Arrowverse. It's the Pix Eleven verse. No, it's called the Arrowverse. Pix Eleven DC verse. It's no, actually it's called CW. Same shit. <laughs> Y'all know it's the same shit. No, it's WB called... Eleven. Pix Eleven. CW. 11. No, it's called the Arrowverse. No, what does CW stand for? It's officially it stands called for the Arrow. Catwoman. <laughs> it stands for Catwoman Universe. <laughs> So yeah, two arrows. I mean, two flashes. Well, what do you mean by that? Yeah. So, yeah. in this event, 
Barry Allen, run, well, the TV Barry Allen runs into his lab, right? Mm-hmm. And then he turns around, and then he sees the Flash from the movies. Ursa Miller. From Justice yes. League? Ursa He's Miller. actually that's yeah. lit. Oh, so, all right. No, no cap. That's actually So he, he meets him, and he's like, what the heck? What is this? And he's like, you know, his autistic flash form like it's, <laughs> he's just he's just bugging, he's just bugging out uh, um, wait you talking about the movie one yeah, yeah the movie oh one. my god what is uh, wrong with y'all <laughs> he's autistic that's no, his thing not. yeah, yeah he, he is did i miss that yeah he's autistic i mean he didn't in the movie. say it in the movie but you can tell. he is autistic so uh, they then um, he kind of that introduces the idea of a multiverse to the movie Flash before he gets erased from that universe. Well, I feel Whoa. like out of and I feel sent like, back to his original one. I feel okay. like out of all those, you said dudes, erased <laughs> like his yeah he universe kinda just got like erased. fades away and he's like like we're I never told Victor this would be this would be real this was something that could be happening and right. Victor is the cyborg yeah, from yeah. the movie first so. I mean, I don't know. I feel like Urza Miller, out of all those dudes from that movie, is probably the cheapest guy they could get, and that's why they got him. I mean, it makes sense because if you're gonna have a Flash multiversal event, you would want another Flash, right? I mean, no, sure. that's super fire. It's cool. And they beat Marvel to the punch because they haven't had any of their mainstream movie characters in any of the TV they ha- series. Actually, Marvel had one character. Who? Oh. Don't you dare say a nigga with no powers. I fucking <laughs> dare you, bro. I dare you. Go Ooh. ahead and say this agent no. whack ass nigga. <laughs> no, not him. No, not Colson. <laughs> Colson's one of them, but that was yeah. the other girl. You know, one of Thor's pals. Oh yeah, Sif. Yeah, her. The girl who played. <laughs> Sif. She's not even a. Oh, thing. the black girl. Really? No, no, the other one before before uh, Valkyrie. They're Sif. <laughs> <laughs> From the Wondrous Five or some shit, whatever. From the called. Warriors Three. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, she's one of the uh, she one was. of those warriors. Yeah, yeah, she's one of the warriors. She was. Yeah. She shows up. Whatever. That was cool. I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll they do. beat Marvel to the punch. I mean, bro. yeah, I know. I, I I appreciate it. I think that's pretty cool. I never watch. I haven't watched those. I really want to get into it, man. I've been They're watching not Smallville on fucking Disney Plus. Really? That, that's on Disney on, Plus. It's on Hulu. Oh. And you get Hulu with. I'm not advertising for these <laughs> niggas, all right? All right. Well, well, I'll tell you this. The show, the shows are fun. I mean, Smallville's all right. Yeah. The, I used to shit on it when I was younger. Well, the Arrowverse shows are actually pretty not bad. Oh, by the way, that's Superman it's is back. Con- you know that, right? The Smallville one? Well, yeah. Here we go. Here we oh, go again. Oh, shit, guys. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> this is old news, though. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Did he? Because sh- I know right. You know what? Cut that shit. No. There's Batwoman, Supergirl. Um, <laughs> thank you. Arrow Man and the Flash. There's not a Superman yet, but no, Superman they're, they're going to make a Superman one. show with the Smallville Superman. For, like no, they're doing it with the, the other future? Superman. No, it was the Smallville. Superman. They're doing it with the one who used to be the Adam. No, right? No, didn't he used to be the Adam? He he. The, the, there was the Adam one, and then there's the Superman Returns Superman. That's that's the Adam. Okay, so the the, the, the a Smallville guy. Superman is the one that's getting a TV show made. There's a guy who plays the Adam on the Arrowverse shows, but he then also comes back and plays Superman in the multiverse crossover thing that they're doing. And he plays the kingdom come Superman. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. And there's Smallville Superman. That's also in this crossover. Um, is he young or is he older? Well, he looks exactly like he looks now these days. Uh, so he's like, he looks, he looks the same to me. I don't know. The guy doesn't age really. Oh, so it isn't the same Superman. It's a new Superman. 
with uh, it's it's called Superman and Lois. Yeah, That's they're not the doing Smallville again. They're doing like yeah, I thought Lois it was and Clark, but I think he did come back for for the yeah, I'm sure. show. I saw once. I saw pictures of him. Uh, yeah, those Arrow shows. I've um, me and Brian watched them a lot. I, I I'm way far behind than he was because eventually, all the Flash shows just ends up him fighting a speedster again. Oh no, it's different now. They have a new formula. Oh yeah, yeah. No more. Well. Less speedsters. <laughs> yeah, I will not is, who say the no fuck more. else is Flash supposed to fight? Well, man. he fought the Thinker. He fought. He's fighting. Uh, he fought. Uh, um, what's the name of this guy? Fucking. Are you talking about a guy? Beetle. That can, oh, like, Cicada. Fight he fought with Cicada. Superman, you know, like uh, he's fighting Bloodwork now. All right, we talked enough about these. Shows. Anyways, yeah. Flash forward. Flash forward number five. Thanks for the news, Brian. Sorry, I'm burping a lot. I didn't want to burp in mic. Uh this is flash forward number five. One more left, you guys. Um, we get a little recap of Fla- of Wally West's be- uh, life story through the eyes of Tempest. He Tempest. hung out with Jay Garrett. Is cool. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean that unironically. Yeah. So we cut after all this stuff. He's like, of course you know all this. He's explaining Wally West's backstory to the Metron chair itself, and he's like, of course you know this. Which is like, then why are you telling him? <laughs> For- <laughs> He's being meta, bro. I know. He's, be, he's being meta. Right, bro? Yeah. Yo, Tempest Fujinata is so fucking extra. He's, he's hella <laughs> extra. He's got these weird, like, he just got rags on his horns. Yeah, like, no you're not damaged anymore. You're fine. Go yeah. change, my nigga. Go throw a hoodie <laughs> on or something. Yeah, get a fucking Nike hat or just something. Just tight-ass fucking sleeves. Yeah, tight-ass. Jesus ass. Christ. What are you fucking wearing? A cloak and some rags on your horns for no reason? It's just, just a schmedium on him. <laughs> he's, he needs to cut it out. It's been five issues already. All right, so last we left off, Wally was finally reunited with his kids. And only to be uh, confronted with the darkness thing that that swallows multiverses that he's been fighting this whole time. And uh, he and his yes. kids turn into their flash forms and start running. But he gets separated from his kids again. And um, he gets a little flashback where he's like, I'm remembering the time when my kids were babies. And um, that's when we cut to um, him just landing in front of Tempest again. is like, did I just fucking lose? <laughs> <laughs> what What just happened? Why are, you just, why are you just standing there looking at me like that? You know what the fuck happened? <laughs> you knew about this? <laughs> no, like he really checks him. And then... Yeah, and, and Tempest is like, you don't understand. <laughs> you're going to have to... You're going to... Here's the reason. He's like, why, why did you choose me, man? Why did I... Oh, shit. What happened to my comicsology? Uh, anyway, he's, he's basically like, why'd you choose me in the first place, man? I, I don't even, this is a whole big fucking mystery that you didn't even tell me anything. I don't even know why you had me specifically because I've been, I was in prison. (laughs) So what the fuck? And he's like, and Tempest is being mad, fucking cryptic. He's like, you, you misunderstand Wally West. You have only made it this far because you are finally under a, finally able to understand about why this planet was must be destroyed and then fly, like wally just like gets tight and starts punching him in the face repeatedly. yeah punching him everywhere he starts running around because this dude is you know larger in life like a kainu yeah he's and, just um, he's just <laughs> fucking him up just running around his body and tep is like stop <laughs> ow uh, multiple times Pretty much, uh, he's and uh, he's like, you know what? Fuck this! And he takes the rod thing and he just runs around the planet, 
And uh, in the, while he's running around the planet, he starts to he he loses again, and he ends up right in front of the Metron chair, and he's like, "You know everything. Why won't Tempest give me answers? Why is it me? Why do I have to do it?" And um, we get a flashback as to what happened, I guess, and why him. I'm not exactly certain what this means for him, but basically, uh, he's essentially the reason Wally was spared and he was able to come back is that. While he was trying to save his kids from this darkness thing, uh, he just keeps running and running and running until he just like comes apart mentally. So he was never really all there when he returned in the first place. It seems, from what I gather, it's it's not a he. It's not like explicitly explained. Well, it's just like he wasn't of, complete. Yeah, he just kind of came apart while he was running in the speed force. Yeah, I mean, and you know, it can be explained very easily and. V- by saying Dr. Manhattan, because he can yeah. do whatever the fuck he wants. So he did it to Wally West. He made him crazy. Pretty much. Uh, and, um, yeah, that's that's why, I guess. Uh, it's fine. Blue <laughs> Man made him crazy and yeah. killed his friends. And that's and Tempest comes in and is like, and that is why you are. <laughs> that is why you went crazy and killed all your friends. <laughs> and literally, Wally, on cue. It makes no sense. <laughs> How could I have changed this much? <laughs> this information has always been in your head, but you really went through some post-traumatic shit, so <laughs> it went away. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's like the fuck. <laughs> That's what this whole point was. To Bro, I mean, it was Superman Blue and Superman Red, so it was Wally West complete and Wally West crazy. Yeah, but there, it wasn't really divided in that way. No, it was the other Wally West that was in this dark multiverse thingy, thingy, thingamajig. And then it was the other piece of Wally West that was in the regular multiverse that came through and hugged Barry Allen. Yeah. Man, whatever. And so, he's like, why Why are you making me do this? And he's like, search your feelings. You know why. And uh, he's like, I do know why. It's because you want me to kill this world with my kids on it. And... um. Yeah, that's where basically the chapter ends is Wally realizing this like Tempest wanted him to kill this thing with his kids on it. And he's Well, like, he said something about you you he said that he, he created the planet, that Wally West created the well, planet. Well, he created this darkness thing, apparently. And he that's why he has to destroy it. Um and That's the, why it has to be him. Yeah, and if he's gonna destroy this thing, he's also gonna destroy this particular planet while his kids are still on it. And um that's where the chapter ends. <laughs> Why is everything always so incredibly fucked up for the Flash? <laughs> for all of them, right? It's always something um, heavy. Because they've run so fast, and you're just like, wow, how do we create an obstacle for this person? <laughs> I know. We'll give him post-traumatic stress itself. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll create his own problems again in his own way. It's like the way that he comes to these conclusions himself. He's like, this is how fucked up my life is, that I know how fucked up what I have to do is. Just um, right off the bat. Yes, I got to kill my own fucking kids. I'll, I'll, I'm not. It's probably not going out of the limb and saying that DC's not going to make him kill his kids again. So I feel like Wally West is probably going to find his way around it. And that's what's going to redeem yeah, him. Yeah, I think the kids are here to stay. We're, they did way too much. We're being pretty silly on this issue, but I thought it was pretty. It was fine. Um, it was cool. I, I wish they had just explained the whole unmoored thing slightly better. It's just kind of weird. It's like, you are this way because. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what happened. And I'm like, uh, all right. <laughs> they got another <laughs> chapter, so I mean. Yeah, we have yeah. one more, and then th- this, is a, this is a decent penultimate chapter. Um, I mean... 
Tempest is is bizarre, and this whole situation is strange. But I don't imagine that they're going to make it, leave him worse off than he is. This whole point of this is probably a band aid <laughs> project, or so he could become another speedster villain for Barry Allen to battle at the end of his season. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First it was Godspeed, then it was. Nah, no, then it was uh, the other Hunt, fast Hunter guy. Solomon. Hunter Solomon, zoom. speed guy. Then he yeah, zoom. Then and it was the reverse flash again. Then it was. Uh, now it's going to be Widow Man. <laughs> <laughs> sad, sad fast boy. <laughs> we already had a sad chapter. <laughs> Oh man, we, if only this could have made it last week. I mean, it's fine, dude. He runs <laughs> as fast as his edge. <laughs> you would know, bro. Yeah, the edge lord himself has spoken. <laughs> I mean, that was flash forward. It was all right. I only move to the shadows. <laughs> yeah, literally, that's I must defeat on. the shadows he by killing my children. Dog, my, I thought about my speed Kingdom powers Hearts. are only activated by my hoodie. <laughs> like, remember when Riku was like on the other side of the door in the Kingdom Hearts from the first one? <laughs> that's where his kids are. He's like, no, uh, <laughs> I have to destroy this doorway, but I'm gonna still my friends. Dude. Yeah, but this is his kid, so it's a little bit more yeah. appropriate. It's yeah. fine. I mean, we'll see how it ends and give our full judgment. Is Wally West redeemed for you? We'll find out next issue. All right, all right. Hold <laughs> yeah. on, hold on. Oh, well, I was going to say this. I'm going to just say a word and then just tell me the first thing that comes to your head, okay? Mm. Identity. No. Fuck. What's the name of the series again? Ah. Crisis. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I said identity crisis. That's the it's other. It's heroes one. in crisis. Heroes in crisis. <laughs> it's. I'm. I don't. I no, still. It's not. It's not ready yet. Yeah. They I haven't done enough for you yet. Look, dude. It, I. I. My general feelings about this at this point is just like fine. After this. I'm sure you're drained already. Yeah, I'm. You just, haven't accepted it. You're just drained. I'm like whatever. Your shielding has worn down to the point. Yeah, let's just get this over with so through. we can just have Wally back and not talk about this. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we premium we'll, content, guys. We'll probably literally never have to talk about this ever again once this flash forward is over, because they probably won't bring it up again. They won't be like, "Oh yeah, Flash, remember when you killed all those dudes?" <laughs> But anyway, that was flash forward. Brian, please randomize us. <laughs> was- <laughs> Avengers. Oh yeah. All right, this is Avengers number twenty-nine. Uh, the Starborn, the uh, Starbrand reborn. Um. We pick up where we last left off with Black Widow being super useful now that she has her fucking mech armor that Tony Stark gave her. And she, you know, she's just running around kicking ass. Yeah, maiming aliens. Super easy because, you know, she's Black Widow, but also with a suit on. With so a suit of... Pa- she's like yeah. immortal now and she cannot be and killed. stuff, yeah. Really, yeah. <laughs> you know, she could be out in space, no problem, and shoot beams and rockets. Yeah, she beats up all these... Scroll soldier people, and then yeah. that's when Silver who Surf- she shouldn't normally be able to be if she was a normal human spy. Yeah, but yeah. it's okay now she has her armor. Well, what's with her- your prejudice against people without powers, Ryan? How long have you been on? This? <laughs> <laughs> I want to learn I'm the origin say story. Long enough for you to have just 
You want to know the origin story? I'm going to yes. get into that. That's what, what it, What's that's the origin story? <laughs> Black Widow killed my dog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Arrow people uh, shot my cat. Stole my girlfriend. <laughs> Hawkeye stole my girlfriend. <laughs> I will never love Arrow people. <laughs> um, okay, so after she beats all these noobs, that's when Silver Surfer himself comes in. Not Black Silver Surfer, by the no, way. No, yeah, he's not black yet. <laughs> um... He just comes in and uh, and Black Widow's just like, oh, War Widow now. She's like, hey, I thought you were one of the good guys. And Silver Surfer's like, nah, <laughs> I'm an anti-hero. <laughs> and uh, she and they just start fighting because he, uh, Silver Surfer's like, you're not gonna fight the find the Star Brand. We are. Yeah, that's remember, guys. That is why the Avengers are out here in space. Well, no, actually, they're out there in yes. space because there was a prison break and they went to go help. And it just so happened that the Starbrand situation is happening. So, of course, they're going to... Well, the Starbrand is at this prison, and that's why they were going to help. Because the Starbrand uh, emerged out of, of prison. And, did it... Uh, oh, she are prison. I, she, no, I mean, well, I guess she's lying then. I, she literally says that they came out there because of the prison break and then found out about the Starbrand. Yeah, I mean... When it was up there. Yeah, while they were on their way. But the star, the prison break was caused by the Starbrand. And that's why the sh- the uh, gladiator went over there in the first place. The magistrator? Yeah, the magi- the magister. The magister. Yeah. So they fight for a while. Uh, you know, Black Widow's standing toe to toe with Silver Surfer because she has a mech suit now. And um meanwhile in Ghost Rider car, Man Thing is taking over Blade's body somehow seemingly. It looks like he's going to kill him. But then, um, as black as War Widow is on like her on the ropes, that's when because not even Iron Man could honestly fight Silver Surfer, yeah. let alone Natasha in the Iron Man <laughs> suit. <laughs> Natasha that she's only used for about maybe a day or two. Yeah, and that's when uh, Man Thing Blade comes in. Man Thing Blade and stabs <laughs> Silver Surfer through the chest. And when I saw this, I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, he I actually like, got him. Whoa! Next panel. <laughs> Everything's fine. Blade <laughs> takes down Silver Surfer. Yeah. You heard it here first. That might be the title of this fucking week's podcast. I man. mean, it's immediately negated by everything being literally fine after. Oh. The next, the very next <laughs> page. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Like, it's a full splash page of Blade killing him. And then the next page is literally just them across from each other. Talking. <laughs> Talking. <laughs> He's like, Ow the fuck <laughs> yeah it kind of stunned him for a moment for blade to go over to Nat- war machine natasha and he was like are you yeah. okay yeah it kind of takes away the badassery of blade's man things uh suit now because he's just like he's oh, still oh no it's super badass because even though he looks epic and cool and he's out there fighting in space with the silver surfer it still burns him yeah he's, he's got fire coming out of his mouth yeah oh like the gates, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know the archetype. Yeah, the, it's funny. I'm really cool because I'm hurting myself. I'll get in stronger. I don't care. It's funny because like Silver Surfer's like, what the fuck? You know what I'm talking Are you about. saying he has a uh, all for one? Oh, no. no, one for no. all. No, not even one for all. Ain't even like that. Peter yeah, Rhee is like that. No, he's literally man thing spread himself over him. A yeah. boy thing spread himself over boy him. Boy thing. It's a younger version of man thing. Yeah, it sounds really weird. I, that's his name. Okay, it is his so, name. So, <laughs> so you get the street. A little boy is wrapping himself no, around no, a grown no, no, man. No, 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 man. Thi- the no, man it, things it, are it, like swamp it, things of the biolog- Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah. They're grass monsters. And apparently they and uh, Blade has been taking care of a young man thing. He's named Boy Thing, 
and uh, Boy Thing stretched, like, inhabited himself as a suit of armor over Blade. Yeah, kind of like a Venom suit would. And Blade's, like, out here talking all this shit. Like, Silver Surfer's confused, and he's like, what is that fear I sense? And I'm like, no, you stabbed him to the chest, and he it did nothing to him. He's not afraid of you. <laughs> he was like, He's yeah, just confused as to what boy, just happened. Boy Thing can sense fear. It makes it stronger or something like that. I don't know. It attacks yeah. fear. Yeah, Blade's badass now. Whatever, man. Silver Surfer wasn't really shook at all. He was just like, all right, well, I got this board. This is, yeah, that, <laughs> that was my favorite panel of this week. Is that like uh, War Widow and uh, and Blade Man th- uh, Boy thing are like gearing up to fight. And then Silver Surfer's like, bet, I'll just beat you to death with my surfboard. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't want to touch those swords. Look how he's holding it. Like, he's literally going to bash their skulls in with this fucking <laughs> surfboard. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, like they took his little brother's bike or something. <laughs> he gets one hit on uh, Blade. He just, like, swings his surfboard and smacks Blade in the face a little bit. And that's when the battle ends immediately because the star brand, like, explodes. And um, we cut back to fucking fire thing. Fighting Captain Marvel for some reason. Yeah, one of the many heralds of Galactus. And Terex fighting She-Hulk. Which was kind of cool. It was right. I mean, She-Hulk looks dope. Yeah, She-Hulk looks cool. I like the whole Gamma Energy situation. Yeah, she's got a Super Saiyan thing going on. So does Captain Marvel with her... uh, What's what's it called? Uh, The binary mode. Yeah, binary mode. (laughs) The binary mode. Uh, She's using Marx's magic from uh, Black Clover. She's the binary woman. Um Captain America's in the back just dropping support, throwing shields. <laughs> yeah, he's out there looking like Rambo, and I'm just like, dog, you're still <laughs> a human. What the fuck is going on? You're just a guy. <laughs> I mean, I know he survived. Captain America fight. isn't just a guy. Yeah, no, I know. We're being silly, but he you is. Nerds. He is wearing a fucking Rambo he's headband. Not he like, could bench both of you. Yeah, but he's finger. not like. He's not indestructible. He's just super durable. His shield is indestructible. Like, Wolverine gets ripped apart all the fucking time. You know what I'm saying? And he has adamantium. Literally just happened to him in the last issue. Of yeah, it. like, you know what I'm saying? Captain America is a real one, but, like, come on, son. He, uh, fighting a, a herald. He gets zapped by Terax, and we don't really see him. He looks like he's <laughs> obliterated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He if you look goes, at it, uh, he looks obliterated right here. He goes, gah! Wait, wait, wait. He goes, ow! No, no, he stays alive because America's on his chest. The star. <laughs> yeah, the star is the only thing that's showing through all this fucking beam. Fucking so America we know never that gives that is up. Captain America getting blasted right now. <laughs> the power of the First I, Amendment is if, protecting Captain America. If the takeaway from this whole entire You'll arc was, okay, well, there's, a new, <laughs> there's a new star brand and Captain America died. I would be like, okay, yeah. I mean, he went out to space and thought he was a gangster. See, She-Hulk fighting up there makes total sense. All right, let me let it go. Yeah. Let me stop. I know what you mean. Captain America will be all right. Yeah, he'll be fine. He's going to get up. and wipe, In fact, wipe, he did wipe. just get up right here. No way. Yeah, he's right there. <laughs> he's up right now. America. America. USA. <laughs> USA. Super Bowl football. I got to see what Hot can wings. kill him. That ha- I'm going to figure that out. A bullet. He was assassinated a lo- like a couple years ago, and then they brought him back. Maybe it was like a special bullet. No, it was an actual. Just They just shot him on the steps Captain of Capitol America? Hill. Normal, <laughs> yeah. regular Captain bullet? Captain America? Yeah. After like um, what uh, Civil War, I think he was assassinated. <laughs> wow. And that's when like uh, Bucky took over. I think. Well, that's great. I'm trying to think. Sweet. So wait, he survives that, but he can't survive a bullet to the face, bro. He, I mean, you, you heard got, it here first. Hey, man, you come back stronger. 
every time. He's a Saiyan? Are you saying he's a Saiyan? Yeah, his powers levels increase every time he's defeated in battle. Um, okay, so a lot of shit happens. You know, this is, a yeah. lot of shit happens. Thor's a brood, and he's doing, you know, I'm Thor, but I'm also a brood. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, we're going to talk shit like that. Sorry, but it's whack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I think Captain, so. uh, Captain Marvel is being defeated by the fire. I mean, guy. she's having a hard time. He's like, yeah, the element, shorty. And I would argue, no, she's not. But you are a Herald of Galactus. Oh, no, so, yeah. She starts eh. punching him in the face. Yeah, yeah she, I forgot. You know, she was just like, I can handle the heat. All their all their respective battles are interrupted by the fact that the star brand is being activated, and um, the Magister Kalark of the Shi'ar Imperium, Gladiator of the Imperial Guard, he orders the star brand to stand down. Or fake down. Superman, if you so. Well, Hyperion is more of a fake Superman of the Marvel Universe because, but uh, he's a close second. I'll give you that. <laughs> um, okay, so apparently. Gladiator has been there this entire time, and he's just like, "Stop, stop fucking shit up, Starbrand." Um, and she's like, "No, it's not. It was an accident. Uh, I, I didn't mean to do all this." And then it's revealed that the Starbrand is uh, this pregnant lady. The Starbrand is actually her unborn child, but she still she has the Starbrand powers until she passes it down. And I imagine the next issue is uh, we'll get this lady's story. Um, but Magister is uh, gladiator is full, full, uh, full stop. Going to kill this lady <laughs> and an unborn child. Yeah, he's like, oh, you can't control your powers, and you're not going to obey me. Obey? What? Capital O, capital okay. B, capital E, capital Y. Obey. Yeah, and uh, she's. Uh, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, the issue ends in a splash page where the Mag- the Magister is, sta- is flying over her while she's about to go PK fire. Yes. <laughs> It's a very strong move. <laughs> unless he shields it. <laughs> yeah. And that's where the issue ends. It was. Here's the thing about this Avengers run. It's just like it feels. It doesn't. It doesn't feel important. I mean, it, it feels like. Just, <laughs> it does. <laughs> it just, I'm just like, just tell us who the star brand is. And uh, is he going to join the Avengers or not? OK, move on. I mean, there are key things in the, the current t- like continuity that it's just straight up ignoring a lot of the time like thor's just around here and um iron man is, tony stark is still iron man here you know it's kind of confusing where but he's in the past where in these events that takes place there are big shit happening in avengers but it doesn't feel like it impacts the marvel universe in any particular way like justice league does for example it's because they're the avengers they just deal with that shit nobody else has to deal with it because they dealt with it this is really some like flagship cotton candy ass shit for real. It really is just flagship cotton candy ass shit. It's <laughs> gone mainstream. Everybody's just kind of written as their character archetypes as opposed to their characters. Yeah. And no. I, I ain't hating. It's just like it's not I, bad, I have to but keep reminding myself that's like that's what you expect when I go through these pages. But it's necessary because it is the Avengers. So yeah, I and, guess they're and too- not the Avengers initiative. <laughs> yeah, Josh accidentally read the Avengers Initiative from 2007 <laughs> because I got it for free on Comixologies. He apparently that. hates it. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I, it I've a, never read it, no, so in, I in, don't know. In, in hindsight, now that I know that it... Because I just thought... I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So the fact that you told me that that was from like more, over 10 years ago, uh, no, nah, I don't hate it. It's just different stuff going on. Yeah. Anyway, that was Avengers. I mean... No, <laughs> Brian, randomize us. I'm giving you five 
Legion of Superheroes. All right, Legion of Superheroes issue three. Um, last we left off, Superboy went to the past to pick up Damien, and a bunch of the Legion of Superheroes went off and split up to take on one of the Legion of Superheroes' dads who are hunting after the Aquaman Trident for some reason. Brian, can you do me a favor real quick? Could you look up, while we're, you know, as we're talking, could you look up the urban definition of cocktease? <laughs> I don't. I can't possibly imagine why. Because we know <laughs> what the sexual term for it is, but there is a broader, you know, colloquialism to it. All right. This issue begins on uh, Rimbor, um, the planet of uh, the home planet of Ultra Boy, one of the rando Legion of Superheroes guys. Yeah, he's like a prince and stuff. He's just kind of like the main bad guy of this arc. I imagine he's been the guy hunting after the. What the fuck? Brian, is this the definition? Because that's not news. You can't just it's press not news. It's bro. not news. It's Here comes the news. Brian, I have a whole drop introducing you. Stop this saying. This is New Jump City Action News with Big News Brian. I swear to God, this better be news. Good morning, New York City. We have just had breaking news on what the meeting of Cox Brian, you can't do that for like every time you talk. <laughs> you know what? Cut it off. This isn't the segment. What is what is it? Cocktease, someone who behaves and dresses in a way intended to attract a lot of sexual interest from a man, but who refuses to have sex with with him. That's it. There's no other. What do oh, you want? Well. I mean, there's well, there's knob tease, there's clock tease. Which one do you want? <laughs> just the clock one tease is pretty funny. Just the one that's not the sexual implication. Clock tease. It's a, when surfing the channels, you click on a show that starts in a couple of minutes, but the schedule has already switched to the next <laughs> half-hour programming, <laughs> leaving you with the info for the new That's such show. a specific thing. <laughs> That's such what? a specific situation in life. <laughs> like, there's people that don't have clean drinking water, you know? <laughs> it's complaining about some shit like that. I get That's like a real OCD head thing. Because oh I kind of I kind of recognize when that happens. <laughs> I just didn't know there was a word for it. <laughs> Clock Teens is the name of this episode, by the way. I really can't. I can't, like. I, I okay, here's another dis description for what cock tease means. Okay. A girl who gets you so hard, All right. you think you're going to get great sex, but when the come, when the time comes, alas, no sex. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to do a whole separate podcast where we just read Urban Dictionary, but... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's also some... I think what Josh is trying to get at is... I don't know. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm jumping the gun. I, I, the timing was really bad. We'll mm. get better at it, guys. I promise. Yeah, we'll get better at it. But You'll see what I'm talking about. Okay, so Ultra Boy's dad is super fucking ripped, and he's so mad. He's, you know, evil overlord kind of guy. Uh, fuck everybody. I'm the king. You know. Yeah, why is my son one of the Legion of Superheroes? Where's my fucking... One of them, 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 them boys. One of those guys. <laughs> Uh, he's he's just mad folks. because he didn't get the trident, and um, he's like, I don't give a fuck about my son. Where's the trident? <laughs> fuck you! I just wanted to tell you, you was a disappointment again. Where's my trident? So then we cut to Superboy. Uh, he brings Damien into the future. You gonna skip the future talking tune? 
Yeah, no, there's like a fucking recap page where Superboy explains the situation to Damien, and then he just ends up there. And uh, they classic Brian Bendis yeah. dialogue. Yeah, there's a lot of banter, uh, and they meet North Star, and that's when Damien starts fucking suffocating because he's off planet, and the air pressure is different. From yeah, Superboy is Superboy, so it didn't affect him, so he didn't even think that it would affect a normal human. Yeah. You know, well, that's interesting. That's something that's realistic. Yeah, then we cut to the Legion of Superheroes, half of them arriving on Rimbor. Uh, man, I can't even begin to tell you these guys' names. <laughs> I can only remember Ultra Boy and Mono. I remember some of them. It's like Ultra Colossal Boy. And Mono. Boy. That's Colossal Boy? Uh, the, You know, the tall one on the side. Is he left. Kung Fu Kid? The 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 one all the way to the left is like uh 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 he's the leader yeah he's the Shadowlass Shadowlass I remember Brainiac kid boy or whatever the fuck his name no is. he's not here he's not here this is Monel and Monel I think he, they're hinting that that's like a distant a descendant of Jonathan Kent yeah one way or another uh okay so they they arrive on Rimbor apparently two of them are dating and we're like cool all right. <laughs> Uh, we don't know you. <laughs> so why should we're like? Oh, they're finally together. Them, Shadowlass, and I don't know, Rock. Oh, I was shipping them for all two <laughs> chapters. Yo, I looked at Shadowlass and Cosmic Boy, and I was like, Yo, these guys need to be together. I can feel their chemistry. I was waiting on them to just say when, they're, man. I knew it. I knew it. Their chemistry is like idea. boiling, dude. So much. So much sexual attention. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we love Legion of Superheroes. Yeah. Um, okay. And that's when, like, Ultra Boy's dad shows up. It's like, what up? Where's my fucking trident? And uh, Ultra Boy's like, Father One, uh, <laughs> which is funny. Uh, he's, they get into an argument. He's like, why, why are you in the Legion of Superheroes? Where's my trident? Blah, blah, blah. And then this is the funniest part is that the leader comes in. He's like, hey, you know what? We can just talk about this like civilized people, right? We could just be cool about it. And then this like guy. You're a leader. I'm a liaison for the leader of the government. You know, let's let's hash it out. And then he sh- they shake hands. And then Ultra Boy's dad just like flings him away. <laughs> it's yeah, probably the best part of the issue. He just yeah, like. eat a dick. <laughs> yeah, fuck out of here. He just <laughs> throws him off of the building. <laughs> and that's when like the rest of the Legion of Superheroes start to attack. Uh, Monel just knocks him out pretty easy. Uh. And you know that it just ends there. I think like he just goes home. He knocks. <laughs> no, nah, I mean they they, they <laughs> knock him the fuck out. They knock out this Ultra Boy's dad. Oh yeah, they did knock him out. Who was also the leader of of a sovereign nation, unfortunately. Yeah. So like they're kind of like, all right, well we fucked. He up. attacked us, but this is still bad because uh, we weren't supposed to even be here. Yeah. Meanwhile, on Planet Gotham. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, guys, a, a whole ho- other half of the Legion of Superheroes shows up. He's like, "We'd like to speak to one of your prisoners," and is like, "More Drew, more Drew." And I'm like, "Cool, I know who that is." Um, then we cut to, I guess, this guy who looks this like this is o- actually a dope scene. Yeah, he, he looks like the Ocean Master. Maybe he's the new or I don't know who this guy is, but he, he gets uh, he gets saved by this monster guy, Tortor, is his name. And uh, so what are you doing here, Tortor? Now I came to rescue you. We had a deal. I can't have you here. If the word, if word in the galaxy gets out that I let you, a master daemon, right in the bowels of a Gotham jail, dot, 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 let's go. Uh, okay. And, you know, they go, they, they escape. Um, 
Well, they, be- they begin to escape. Yeah, and as they're about to escape, uh, he- this Ocean Master-looking guy gets uh, gets interrupted by uh, Saturn Girl trying to break into his mind, but she fails because he just kicks her out with a nightmare. All right, so b- basically she created that whole scenario. He was kind of suspicious oh, he from was the in beginning. There. I'm bugging out. But no, it's fine. I mean, it's minor detail. That's all. I mean, she she was just trying. I guess she was trying to get them to create to give him some kind of information or unlock his mind by just kind of like you know doing what she says. And he you know he was game to it really quick and said the fuck out of my mind and sent a psychic blast to her. Yeah. Via a nightmare. Yeah. He made her scared. The Shattering Girl, who's always <laughs> happy. <laughs> um. Okay, so then th- that's when they get word from Northstar that uh, Superboy brought Damien over. Every time I see Electric Lad or whatever the fuck his name is, I get so upset right. that there's not a Static Shock comic. What the fuck, man? There was one. It got canceled. Yeah, I know, because it was fucking whack. Well, I don't want to say that. I didn't read it, but come on. Rebirth. Rebirth. Get with it, DC. Uh, okay, so we get word that uh, as soon as uh, Superboy arrived back with Robin, that's when this... Bad guy popped in and started just like punching everyone. He just came to the Legion of Superheroes. No, they brought him over, but he kind of like, kind of like, Broke tried out. to wrestle away from them and ended up slamming Superboy, bad idea, into the ground. Yeah, but he didn't know that Superboy was a super nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and said, "Psych." Yeah, he got punched by two. I'm assuming uh, Kryptonians. In one day, that's rough. It's rough, dude. That's hella. Rough. And a robin and a tied robin. shit around from his his legs. He was not expecting that. Yeah, not at all. So everybody's like, "Why'd you bring back Damien?" And he's like, "Cause I wanted to show him the future." Bro, he's a great detective, and he's my best friend. Yeah, he's my best friend. The Super Sons are united, dude. Uh, and they're still questioning him, and he's like, "Bro, I said he's my best friend. What the fuck? I yeah. had to explain more." That's <laughs> when Saturn Girl just knocks out Damien and erases his memories. Like he's not supposed to be here. And uh, Superboy's like, why is it okay for me to be here and not okay for him? And it's like, hey, we've been trying to give you exposition, but you keep refusing to look at the fucking orientation. Fair video. enough. <laughs> okay. I want to be mad, but okay, Bendis. That was very clever because now I'm interested in the orientation because it's actually important. Yeah. Okay. So he's like, yeah, so just go watch the fucking exposition video. And we'll take Damien back. Oh, look at all of these speech bubbles just to say nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of wasted words. It's like peanut butter. It's like you're eating, trying to swallow a whole bunch of fucking peanut butter or something. Anyway. Yeah, normally I wouldn't mind this, but the fact that we don't really know who these fucking people are and Bendis writes them in a way where they all sound the same. Nobody really has a distinct personality that I can really name. I don't really know any of these Legion of Superhero guys. So I'm not interested in their dialogue that much. All right. Imagine liking you like peanut butter and you like bread. You know what I'm saying? But someone gives you a plate just of sliced bread and peanut butter and it's 10 of those and you got to eat them. You got to eat them all. You got to get through it. You have to get through it. Do you like peanut butter and bread? (laughs) Yes. Do you like all of that? So much of it? No. This is a pretty aggressive. By the third fucking sandwich. (laughs) If you're a normal fucking human, you're like, oh, so much is dry. <laughs> it's All right. not enjoyable. Bring on the peanut butter. Yeah. I love peanut butter. I like crunchy peanut butter, too. Sorry, guys. Yeah. And I don't um, know how I feel about that. 
I don't like crunchy. What you like? You like it, right? We'll have to talk about this another time. You don't that's like bizarre. crunchy? No, no, but you do, but you have you. Brian, do you like crunchy peanut butter? I like chewy chips ahoy. That's the cool. fuck? Chewy chips ahoy. No, not not cookies, Brian. Peanut butter. What's your what's your position on peanut butter? I like smooth too, but I really like crunchy because you can eat it straight no out the thing too, the jar. And do you like what do you? No comment. What do you feel? So that the end of Brian, Legion no of comment. Superheroes. We get one more scene where th- there's a lot of dialogue to say nothing. <laughs> Which, <laughs> yes. But it all comes down to um, they they trapped uh, Ultra Boy's dad in one of their prisons, and uh, he he's like, "I'm gonna end you guys." But it teases the next issue is the secret origin of the Legion of Superheroes, and then the end of the Legion of Superheroes. So I guess hopefully next week next issue will kick it into gear here with this shit um what will just be over i I doubt i doubt it'll be over (laughs) it's i would rather not spend extra money on it but i feel like it's not over um that was legion of peanut butter it's fine (laughs) it's it's all right i mean i'm sure that if you do have a long-standing history with this team it's fine but i don't I don't, so it's hard to get into. Like uh, eating a whole pack of saltine crackers with no water. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> All right, Brian. I can do that. Well, you're a strain. No, you're I mean, I did it. I did it. I read the whole thing. You, It can be done, but when you finish enduring it, you're just like. No, Brian can do it easy because he's edge as shit. How big is care. the pack that you're talking about? A long one. Like, oh, you know, no, I can't do that shit. Like a Ritz Not pack. even with your hoodie on? I didn't say Ritz, though, because Ritz <laughs> tastes buttery and good. Yeah, you're right. I'll kill that whole packet at no problem. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, but agree with that. I have killed. I have crackers. killed a whole packet. Of yeah, Ritz. <laughs> everybody has killed a whole packet of Ritz at least once or twice. <laughs> it wasn't one of my proudest days, but you know what? What else? Yo, you guys want to start a fucking cracker and peanut butter podcast? <laughs> Or, or bring those to this podcast. I would like that. I'm also I'm not bad. Hey, yo, Chips Ahoy, where the sponsorship at? Yeah, dude. I mean, Nestle, get on it. Yeah, uh, what up? Brian, Brian what up? Justice League Odyssey. All right, Justice League Odyssey. We are skate. <laughs> we are skating around like the fucking elephant in the room. Don't worry, we'll get there, guys. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll there. Get okay, there. so we are on uh, Justice League Odyssey number seventeen. Uh, this is. I'm so surprised it's lasted this long. I why? All right, let me be honest with you. I just feel like people aren't reading it oh yeah yeah that's what i, I just feel to say like too. you know i like it i like it a lot that's why I'm, I'm i'm delighted and surprised that they are like no we are taking this to the end i'll tell you this right now uh, they're taking yeah. the time too there's no rush or nothing josh is absolutely this whole right situation it feels like it's like just yeah we're taking our time and doing our thing and it's enjoyable it's bizarre this is like one of the more underappreciated titles that dc has i i don't know why people aren't talking about this more i we don't really like discuss it too it's, often it's on the really pod it but it's but it does have it does have like premier characters it's so weird yeah i mean they're fighting dark side this whole time it's a pretty big yeah. deal but uh last issue we left off um cyborg went to go get the the remaining members of the justice league which is uh jessica cruz leading uh blackfire uh dextar the red lantern cat and uh orion the uh, new god. Did you say Black 
Blackfire? Yeah, I said Blackfire. Okay. Um, and uh, Orion and Jessica Cruz were captured by a Cyborg already with uh, Zotar, and he is a yeah. god. <laughs> he and, is not fodder. And he <laughs> is totally not fodder. He is a god. <laughs> And he said, or I will be soon. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. He's, he's not like, he's talking shit, but he, he knows his place. <laughs> I am Zotar. I am a god. At least I will be. I'm trying to manage my expectations. <laughs> yeah. I have a big robot eye. And I was just created. I expect to be promoted very soon. <laughs> very soon. I'm on that grind. The workload that I do now does not match the pay. <laughs> I have a family to support, for God's sake. <laughs> and Orion's just like, okay. All right. <laughs> if you let me loose from here, I'm going to kill you, dude. <laughs> sure. And it's funny because he's like talking to Cyborg. He's like, hey, sir, we should kill him. Ping, 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 ping. No, sir, I do not think that we should keep them alive, blah, blah, blah. It's weird. It's like the unnatural way of talking where he has to respond in translation to what Cyborg says. <laughs> so we know because he's answer yeah yeah he's helping us kind of <laughs> that nobody would do in like actual dialogue but um anyway as uh as they're torturing these guys uh gamma knife with her cool uh mr terrific bots are still out there talking and uh she gets on the phone with her boss and explaining that like she ran into the justice league and uh she, she's trying to get out of there but her boss orders her to go back and rescue them because they are needed um yes Gamma knife to the rescue. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Blackfire and Dexter. GK. What? <laughs> GK. Gamma knife. Gamma knife. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Blackstar and Dexter, uh, Blackfire and Dexter, are uh, defending the scientist lady. I think she's trying to fix the ship. Is that what's happening? I don't really. I mean, remember. they're just trying not to die. You know. I mean, and she can't really fight, so yeah. she's just behind them, cowering. But you know what? That changes pretty soon because then she gains confidence in her smarts. Yeah, she just her life flashes before her eyes, and she's like, "You know what? I'm smart." <laughs> and you know what? That's an understatement. I built all this cool shit and done all these things, and you know what? I'm not gonna die. With my tail between my legs. I'm going to try to figure something out. And she does. Yeah, guess what? I When my life flashed before my eyes, I re-experienced space college. So now I understand what I have to do. And uh, she shuts down all the robots. Um, yeah, and they, were like, the they were like self, uh, uh, like re rebuilding. I don't know how you, what's the word they used. Yeah, some, like, uh, yeah, they're yeah, they was getting robots. boxed in by these fucking robots. It was kind of sad, actually. Yeah, Imagine but, Blackfire and Dexter. They died to some robots. You ribbit. Uh, but yeah, that didn't uh, work out for them. Uh, they get they got out okay. And uh, we cut back to the uh, the ship where Orion and uh, Jessica Cruz are at. And he's still like responding in translation. Cyborg speaks entirely in pings now because the mother box took over his system. And that's how the mother box, that's the sound that the mother yeah. box makes. is ping. And uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff. Eventually, Orion just breaks the fuck out, and uh, because Gamma Knife snuck her her little mechs into it and has been breaking them out, breaking their shackles. Nice. Yeah, pretty cool. And uh, she joins them in battle. She breaks out Jessica Cruz as well. Uh, Orion turns into his like regular suit. It looks pretty cool. It's a it's a cool. Did you get his unicycle or whatever that thing is? The <laughs> hoverboard. What's it called? Uh, Astro glider. Oh yeah, and guys, isn't I that a loop? Do like it? What? <laughs> Astro glide. Is that a loop? I don't know. <laughs> it's it kind of Brian. It kind of Google like, Astro glide. <laughs> bro, it, it looks like um one of those things you use to to put like a whole bunch of boxes and shit on. 
and you like turn it. Oh my god! Quick, get the lube mobile. That thing, it, it, it's it's pronged like that, like how his shit is. Yeah. But you push it forward, and I used to try to drive it when I was a kid. And man, it's <laughs> what it's do you cool. want to know about an Astroglide? Is it isn't that a brand of lube? Astroglide. Look that up, bro. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh yes it is it is a <laughs> the loop mobile the loop mobile slip into pleasure all right we didn't ask for all that, <laughs> that water based long lasting not sticky uh all right wait long lasting you say <laughs> anyway loop me up <laughs> loop me up so he just goes full blast after cyborg and uh, gamonite is fighting Zotar <laughs> just like I will get my promotion. <laughs> And uh, that's when Jessica Cruz is out, and she's like, I'm going to fuck you up, boy. I'm full willpower mode. And yeah. Plus Omega energy and stuff. Yeah. And, and the issue ends as uh, Blackfire and Dexter and this scientist lady go up. They're sensing implicit temporal activity, and um, they find the source of it. It's uh, they, I forget what this thing's name is. They just uh, They just get invited into this weird ship thing, and inside is... Uh, Epoch, the Lord of Time, and that's he's. I guess he's uh, Gamonife's boss. Like he's the one who asks Gamonife to save the Justice League because he needs them. Uh, welcome to the end of everything and the beginning and the middle too. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, nice. deep, bro. Bonus. What are we in? Demon Grant Morrison's fucking time paradox cube thing. Uh, he, yeah, he's like forever is about to come at full circle, and I could. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, bro. I knew that. <laughs> I kind of figured that. All right, thanks. And I could do with a hand. Temporal pl- flux of this magnitude can be such a pig to wrangle. Oh, where are my manners? My name is Epo, and uh, otherwise known as the Lord of Time. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'm I'm here for it. Is his first name Makanauchi? No, it's Epo spelled uh, E P O C H. So it's not that guy. It would be cool if it was just Epo. <laughs> He's like, you will help me win the featherweight world champion division. That's what this whole plot has been for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to defeat Ricardo Martinez, finally. Yes. Did Praise Dark Seed. What's they say? No. Imagine. Manga Stream went down, so I haven't read it in a while. But Oh, man, did it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to Help him. me win the OBJ, whatever the fuck it's called, featherweight title, and Dark Seed is. Yeah, Dark Seed is. Uh, that was <laughs> Justice League Odyssey. Um, we made a lot of jokes about it, but I really enjoy this series. It's fun. I, it's it is a fun good. series. Uh, compare like between this and Justice League Dark, I would way prefer this. This feels like it has way bigger stakes. Um, well, we we always figured we'd cover it if something super significant happened, and it's it's, it's and this it's is gonna just, happen. I mean, we had we had time to cover it, thankfully. But um, you know, it, even if we got to shove it into the lineup, when when it's when it's super relevant, we'll cover it. Yeah, but definitely check it out. Um, it's definitely underappreciated, and it's, it's a not good series about in of itself. And if you like the characters, I mean, they just it it gives you your fix. Is mm-hmm. this the last one? It should be. Brian, randomize this. Use a quick drop. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, what? We have one more. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Iron Man 2020. Oh, it's not there for eight, some reason. Eight, eight. Well, stop the music because we're doing Iron Man 2020 number one. <laughs> right? Jo- wow. This is why we need video. Are you okay? 
Iron Man 2020, number one. Iron Gear Shoulders Man. <laughs> Arnold Gear Shoulder Star. All right, so Josh has tied my laundry bag around his shoulder. In and my hoodie oh, around the other shoulder. Uh, to I, I, now I understand what he's doing. Okay, he has got, he's, he's imitating Iron Man's new... Uh, new Iron... Iron gear shoulder man. Iron gear shoulder man's <laughs> gear shoulders. This is Iron Man 2020 number one. Uh, okay, so this is... Uh, trying to get serious. This is continuing off of Dan Slott's uh, Tony Stark Iron Man run. Uh, at the end of that series, Tony Stark is revealed to have never been resurrected all along. Uh, and he has been an AI thing, an AI construct this entire time. Well, didn't we already know that? Or he revealed it to the rest of the world. It, yeah, he revealed it to the rest of the world. But we that was already confirmed, right? Well, that was the cr- crux of that series, is that eventually Tony realizing that he's never been alive this whole time. Um, and now he's disappeared after Arno Stark, his brother, has, uh, has t- used that information to... Uh, take away Stark Unlimited from him. and uh, Are we to assume that these things happened after the events of him missing with the Avengers or before? That's why I'm... That's uh, a confusing thing for me. Ah, Uh, I'm not exactly sure how this fits into... uh, To anything that's happening at all. Well, Tony Tony only shows up in one other book and that's pretty much Avengers. I don't think he's like a big part of many other books. But, um... Yeah, this issue, basically, in summary, there's a big robot rebellion that has also been built up in the last run. Uh, I didn't finish the last run because I was supremely bored by it. I I don't really, I didn't really, I don't really like this new direction they took with Iron Man, Uh, which is strange because Dan Slott's writing Iron Man for now. And I thought that that would be like kind of an easy like win. It's kind of, he he wrote Spider-Man for a very long time. And he's pretty good with just like funny, quippy, fun characters like that. But for like, whatever. like, like a Tony Stark, you yeah, know, he you would imagine. But if I may, yeah, I thought that was like home run. I, I, I'll be honest, I don't think everything Dan, Dan Slott did in Spider Man was awesome. Sure, sure, sure. It was patches where shit was kind of boring. Sure, I'm just saying, it waxed and waned, you know. Yeah, I'm saying that, so. like, in terms of like, this is kind of like his bread and butter. Like he would, I feel like. Yeah, you would think he's he's at home. That he would do because he did well with Spider Man. It may not have been. You could debate whether it was like a really good run or not, but it was. I I think it's kind of like, it's undeniably pretty good. Uh, but you would think that he would be at home with Iron Man, but for whatever reason, the conflict that he introduced in his Tony Stark Iron Man run never really grabbed me. I didn't. He did a big ass arc with just his AI virtual reality thing going, and I'm like, this is boring. I don't know why. And it was, it was to me, bro. It was really weird, yo. Maybe it's my fault because I always try to draw parallels whenever I read comics. That's what I enjoy. I like applying things that are happening in comics to real life to to draw comparisons. Like, oh, this enemy represents this sort of thing, you mm-hmm. know? Because comics have got the writing has gotten better to a point where it's not just oh this is the bad guy and he's robbing banks and uh destroying things you know these guys have reasons behind what they're doing yeah I yeah it's it's just a bizarre thing that he's been doing and recently uh, Tony is out of the picture and Arno Stark has taken over uh, Stark Industries and is the new Iron Man for all we know and he's brought back the gear shoulders uh, essentially he's he's going around quelling this robot rebellion that's been building up in the last run. Um, and he's like highly prejudiced against them. Like he do, he spares no mercy. Like he really rips apart AI robots as they're trying to find a life for themselves. 
Um, Which is hella ironic because he brought back his parents and they're artificial intelligences technically. Yeah, yeah. Tony Stark's parents are alive again. Howard. Similar to how Tony Stark is quote unquote alive. Yeah. It's kind of confusing. Consciousness, but you know, it's AI. And like Josh mentioned, Tony's status is kind of confusing in its own right. Yeah. Because Tony is missing in this and we don't know exactly if it's because he's back in time or the events of Tony Stark Iron Man pushed him out. So I don't know what it means. I don't know where he is in terms in relation to this series. So it's kind of rough. And especially the ending. Um, the bulk of the series is uh, is spent taking care of Machine Man, who is kind of the leader of this machine, this uh, robot rebellion. Uh, he was a fairly he was like a prominent member of the last run. So he's just kind of evolved as the main villain of this series. Uh, he he's he, he had a romantic relationship with Joe Casta. Who uh, was an AI robot from uh, Ultron? Tony right? Wasn't it? Mm, wasn't that Ultron's? Like Ult- it was supposed to be the 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 wife of. She was supposed to be modeled after the wife of like Hank Hank Pym's wife or something like that. What, no, what no, would no. it do was that created Janet, Ultron? Yeah, he, Hank he, Pym. It, yeah, he tried to recreate her as a robot because oh, no, 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 you no. know he's Jocasta's still around. Yeah, I know. That's but, what um, I'm saying. Like he. Oh, is that what it was? That's her sure. origin. That's where she okay, came from. Yeah. And then eventually down the line, they got into a relationship mm-hmm. you know, with machines. Yeah. Yeah. But she stayed behind and she is in Tony's uh, company as a human. I, I don't know if she's like full human or like she's just modeled herself more. Again, in you know, forms. the weird stuff. Because I didn't read all the way into Tony Stark. But I didn't. I don't like the dynamic of like what I don't really understand what they're trying to say here. Like, uh, like AIs. They're trying to treat AIs like like they. they like to position them as if they're minorities or something. Like, are, are they trying to draw an example? Like, oh, like look how they're talking about these things with sentience. Like, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. It's weird because I still feel like like it's a it's a fucking robot. Yeah, you either sent you either. Well, you know, I feel like uh, I th- I personally think that this is a a cool premise that the of the robot rising being more of a. Of a civil rights yeah. thing, as opposed to yeah. just them taking over insidiously through our devices and shit like that. I think that's like kind of a a more unique take as to how it AI is unique. Would I'm not work. gonna go ahead and say that that that. But is. I don't know. It just doesn't stick, and I think I don't know. It's hard to describe why, but I'm not really invested. I guess it's just like it felt when I was reading Tony Stark Iron Man. It was just like so overpacked. It was just like so much dialogue and. It was just boring to me. I don't it, know. It's just fucking bizarre. I think I've, I, I, I'll say a little bit more, right? And then we mm-hmm. can move on. All right. So a lot, they're talking about real stuff. The, the language that these robots use and that I read in, in the other Tony, in the other Iron Man issues was justified speech. You know, it was, it was coming from a real place as if it, it, it was a marginalized group of people, yeah. but you could tell it was like, bro, these these guys are robots. You know what I'm saying? In in a comic book, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I get the I parallel. Don't know, I man, get, I felt I, like they were belittle, like it was belittling a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, because you knew ultimately mm-hmm. they were going to be shut down, and they were some of them were acting like terrorists and shit. And it's like, come on, man, a group of people fighting for equality. It, it, it's not a, it's not I about think, that, man. These were literally like like mechanical terrorists but i don't know i didn't read the whole i think series. Uh, i didn't see what conclusions yeah it's it's kind of interesting in so that it's way it's not fair it's not fair for me i'm just giving my overall feel 
yeah, yeah. vibe to it. I know what just you so mean. it doesn't seem so prejudiced. So like, I totally oh, know I just don't like it. You know? I know what you mean. And I, I feel like I know they what playing, you mean. They play with the concept mean. of civil rights. And I, just, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how to feel about these robots, bro. They all seem evil to me. Like, yeah. bro, like you're, you're programmed I mean, to do something. Human beings are living. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. And it's, <sighs> it's, 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 yeah. it's an inter- that's why it's an interesting premise is because yeah. you can kind of argue that the parallel is that these aren't meant to be like looked at as this is the way you should be going about civil rights. These are just extremists and there could be a moderate robot, uh, an AI, sure. like, like Jocasta is kind of like, she's not like, she doesn't want to retaliate. Yeah. She's not, a, like she's not she an aggressive, but she does robots seek, to be treated better. Yeah. She is. She was an advocate for like, be like AI having more of a prominent role, especially since they're like becoming sentient in this important time. She was more of like, we can just like work together in this place. And in, within Tony Stark, uh, Stark Unlimited, she found her place and she's an example of like just a moderate. We'll work our way in and we'll just like sh- give an example of how we can be a positive change. And you know, and these guys are just extremists and machine man who is, the field general, as he calls himself, of this revolutionary army, he he was a former villain for sure. So it's kind of hard, but the issue ends with this big twist where um, it's revealed that the Mark One, the original Iron Man suit that Tony built to get out of that uh, that that terrorist hideout, is actually the Tony Stark AI decoy. I think that is that seemed to escape, and he's been here leading the AI army this whole time. I'm kind of confused. So I I know that before there was a situation it was around legacy. I think it was one of the legacy issues, right? You know, that had the, the yeah. little marker on it. And um there was this weird situation where there was Tony Stark, but then there was another copy of Tony Stark, the original Iron Man, and he ended up like being evil. He was like, No, I wanna erase the other Tony Stark and, and make me be Iron Man, and it was it was totally weird. So, are you saying that it was that this is different from the Tony that's been on the Avengers? Because my yeah, this, this is what Tony, threw this. me off is that I looked at the, the, from what he said, it seemed like he was saying that no, I am Tony Stark, like I'm that guy, and I've accepted that I'm an AI, and that yeah, that's I'm what's gonna kinda, fight for robots now. Like, is that's kind of what's confusing as to how Tony this, fits bro, into the universe. These if days. it ends up being that. If he's, I don't know. He's, I don't know if he says decoy. If that's the word he used, or if that's something you just said. But if it is, if it does turn out to be like the Iron Man suit that he was supposed to destroy, that tried, that was the adversary in that specific story. It's just kind of like lame to me because it's like I didn't care what what happened to him. It, if it's Tony Stark, sure, it's hella confusing. But you know they're gonna explain it eventually. Yeah, and it, but it's more kind of like whoa, like damn. I wonder what fucking led to this or what's what's going on because clearly we haven't we haven't gave given too much details on it. But Arnold Stark is not a cool guy. I mean, Tony Stark was an asshole, but he had values, you know. Yeah, Arnold Stark is kind of a piece of shit mm-hmm. who's doing things that he wants to do. It just so happens to be labeled on the justice. Yeah, you know? Arno Arno has been handled so far. When he was first like introduced, he was uh, a good boy. He was a nice little cancer boy. <laughs> no, sir. Yeah, I mean yeah, that, no, like know, you know, know, he wasn't nothing like this. Yeah, right? 
Yeah, it's bizarre. And uh, and if he did have any type of attitude or anything like that, it was kind of a Stark thing. Mm-hmm. Not really a oh Arno Stark Arno is a piece of shit. He was supposed to be like a toned down Tony yeah. Stark, you know? He's kinda like Octavius in a way, where he's just kind of like a more brutal version of a superhero you'd know. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Real similar vibe. Yeah, but it's I don't know. Will we cover this going forward? It depends. I'll I'll read It's kind of an event. It's not really a oh yeah you're right series. it's bizarre because like I, that's I I'm not gonna thing. lie I'm looking some of these sound cool I mean I'm looking forward to the stuff like when they like the Ironheart crossovers because I'm interested in her as a character I know she doesn't have her own book right oh uh, she least. did she did for a while I don't know if it's still I don't going. think it's right I don't think it's going on right now though mm-hmm. I, think I mean she's just in the champions but then you know they got Wolverine I don't know um I I'll, I'll listen to the updates that maybe this could be something we kind of cover like in chunks yeah we'll get information about it we'll we'll, maybe we'll get a few issues here and there that look cool but and we'll find out the info on the rest yeah we'll see how it goes if it's relevant well yeah we'll we'll keep everybody updated yeah we're not particularly stoked on this series but we'll we'll see where it goes i i got interested after talking about it with you Mm -hmm. i think i i think we i think talking about it out loud kind of helped clear up a lot of the weirdness and confusion I felt. So, to, so now it's that that confusion is more directed to okay, I want to see what happens next because clearly they didn't. You know, there, there's not something we missed. Rather, they're going to explain. I mean, there's gaps it. in our 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 knowledge of what exactly well, that's Arnold, is, but it's like we'll get we'll get to little stuff like Arnold Stark taking over Stark Industries happened off page towards the end of the Iron Man books. I noticed just from watching a few YouTubes and okay. stuff, you know, just to get a little bit of... Because I had no idea. When I read this, I was like, nah, I got to get a different opinion mm. and just look up a little bit of history. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, that was Iron Man 2020, and that's been our show, everybody. Thank you, guys. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. the end. Thank you, guys. Read Chainsaw Man, guys, please. Oh, absolutely. Catch up if you haven't. We'll be covering that starting next week. Um, thank you guys for so much for joining us. You can find us on social media at the Chris Espinal at JD Cole underscore thirty seven at B.esp. Uh you can also find us at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Please email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com for anything you want to talk to us about. Any questions, suggestions, recommendations, uh ideas for superlatives for the Jumpy Awards, whatever you want. If you want us to do more like regular series reviews, we can probably do that. Um so yeah, just let us know. Uh, find us on Spotify, on YouTube, all the stuff. Very exciting things on the video front coming soon. So please subscribe to us on on YouTube. Uh, I think that's it. See you guys next week when right, Jump will return. Safe, everybody, stay safe, New Jump citizens.